go. Good morning. Welcome this Saturday morning to our devotional Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. We have been learning about God's timing and God's seasons, then the festivals that He instituted, the Lord's Feast uh, <clears throat> with the Jewish people. And then we updated that and brought it into the time of Jesus. And uh, the Feast of Unleavened Bread is where we have been talking about. And we left off yesterday exactly here. In the book of Luke, in chapter 12, in verse 1, it says, In the meantime, when they were gathered together, an innumerable multitude of people, insomuch that they trod upon him, upon one another, he began to say unto his disciples, first of all, Beware ye of the laven of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. We have been defining the laven of the Sadducees, the laven of Herod, and the laven of the Pharisees. And one of the definitions that Jesus himself gives us, one of the explanations, is hypocrisy. Hypocrisy is the laven of the Pharisees. Of course, we also learned that the doctrine, the teachings of the Pharisees, was also considered laven. And for Herod, he had literally made civil law, political law, whether it was lying, abuse of power, he made that above moral law. That was the laven that Jesus was talking about. And then, of course, we had the we had the Sadducees also, and basically they were more more materialistic than anything else. But the hypocrisy of the Pharisees, which we will concentrate on a little bit, <clears throat> the laven was their hypocrisy, their legalism, their being religious or having a religious spirit. And from that, we will be noticing how Paul, uh, later in his epistles, will be explaining to us the importance of our lives being absolutely clear and free of all and any type of hypocrisy whatsoever, which means no laven in our lives. Now, we can divide hypocrisy into different groups uh, or divide it into four types. We can say the worldly hypocrites. Uh, those who make a profession of religion and pretend to be religious merely from worldly considerations. This Jesus himself uh, showed us uh, by actually uh, condemning them when he said in Matthew chapter 23 and verse 5, But all their works they do for to be seen of men. They make broad their uh, philistries from their clothing, and enlarge the borders of their garments. So in other words, it was pretending. The word actually itself, hypocrisy, means to be an actor. One that acts. One that actually has a, a mask on on his face and pretends to be something or someone else. But in reality, he can never be himself when he is being a hypocrite. He's taking the identity of another. A second one would be a legal hypocrite. A legal hypocrite is one who relinquishes uh, his vices, his practices, his 
way of life in order to thereby merit heaven. In other words, if I can be good enough, if I can do enough good things, then God is going to accept me, while at the same time, he really has no love for God. In other words, uh, I want to escape hell, but don't tell me how to live my life. I'll live it how I want, and this should be sufficient, God. And actually, in the book of Romans, it gives us an explanation. In Romans chapter 10, in verse 3, it says, For they, being ignorant of God's righteousness, and going about to establish their own righteousness, have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. See, they themselves want to prove that they can make it into heaven without the help of God himself, without having to serve him. All I got to do is do it on my own. A third one would be an evangelical type of hypocrite. And this individual is one whose religion is nothing more than a bare conviction of sin. He rejoices under the idea that Christ died for him, but yet he really does not have any desire whatsoever to live a holy life. This is a type of individual that basically, okay, you know, I have a good religion, a good religion, uh, and and basically, I'm glad that Christ died for me. You know, I don't have to go to hell, but I have absolutely no desire to live a holy life. And there are many, 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 many Christians that fall under this category. In the Bible, Jesus taught us in Matthew thirteen twenty, <clears throat> But he that has received <clears throat> the seed into stony ground, the same as he that hears the word and receives it with joy. But once the persecutions and everything else, he abandons his faith. In Second Peter, in chapter 2 and verse 20, it says, For if after they have escaped the pollution of the world, through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they are again entangled therein and overcome, the latter end is worse with them than the beginning. So there is another clear statement there that it is not a good idea if you're going to throw in the hook, the sinker, the line, then that means you commit yourself to everything. You cannot be my disciple if you cannot deny yourself and deny your life and be willing to completely lay it down. Then we have the fourth one. This would be uh, an individual that is very enthusiastic. He He's all uh, uh, just absolutely like, I am really, really just all worked up. But he has an imaginary sight of his sins and of Christ. He talks of remor remor remarkable impulses and high feelings and thinks of himself very wise and good. <clears throat> while he lives in the most scandalous practices. This Jesus addressed in Matthew 13, verse 39. The enemy that sowed them is the devil, and the harvest is the end of the world, and the reapers are the angels. In other words, they will be able to be distinguished. Second Corinthians eleven fourteen says... Do not marvel that Satan himself is able to transform himself into an angel of light. So these individuals basically, 
may go by nothing but like like I mentioned impulses or feelings or even by just thinking hey I'm 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 wise I'm good but yet interestingly enough the scripture has something to say even about that uh don't be wise in your own eyes don't think that you're good in your own eyes in the book of James we're actually given a scripture in chapter 3 and verse 17 but the wisdom that is from above is first pure then peaceable gentle easy to be entreated it's full of mercy and good works without partiality notice this last part of the verse and without hypocrisy there is no laven permitted no laven allowed when it comes to the wisdom of God. So that's where this fourth group of people fall into, in that they think because they somehow or another are wiser than everybody else, or they live lives that are good and, and better than everybody else, but in reality, their lives are scandalous and their practices are scandalous. Of course, we would find this a lot in the lives of the Pharisees, uh, they were very religious. They were very gun-ho in that area. So here we have in the book of Mark, chapter 5, verse 7, chapter 7, verse 5, 6, and onward. Then the Pharisees and the scribes asked him, Why walk not your disciples according to the traditions of the elders, but eat bread with unwashed hands? And he says in verse 6, And he answered and said unto them, Well said Isaiah when he prophesied of you hypocrites, as it is written, this people honors me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Verse 7, however in vain do they worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men, and laying aside, in verse 8, the commandments of God, that they may hold on to the traditions of men, as washing pots and cups and many other such things, <clears throat> that you do. And in verse 9 he says, And he said unto them, Full well you reject the commandments of God, that you may keep your own tradition. May God help us avoid, may God help us to stay clear of this type of hypocrisy in our life. Remember, no laven is to be offered before God, before the presence of God, so that whatever in our lives is brought as worship, as praise, as adoration, as brought as an offering or as a sacrifice, no laven can be included. Until we meet again, may the Lord richly bless you with this devotional in Jesus' name. Amen.